is a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth, truth, truth. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome, welcome. You're now listening to the Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith, Intercom Studios in the Miracle Mile. I'm in here today. Recording live on a Tuesday. Excited about today's show. We got a sleeper of the week about a Texas. We got some players of the week who I really think tore it up. And we have our national recap of games. We'll get to that very quickly. Today's a short show. uh, And then we have our one to watch from here in Southern California. But right now, it's time to get to our sleeper of the week. It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our sleeper of the week this week comes out of Texas. How about six foot four, 290 pound, Mr. Dakota White out of Katy High School? Big offensive tackle, put in a lot of work for that Katy North Shore game. Uh, very impressive, a pretty good athlete. He's got long arms, he's got quick feet, very aggressive. Uh, Katie running back ran for over 200 yards, and Dakota White was one of the reasons. But what was most impressive about Mr. White, Katie quarterback Bronson McClellan threw an interception and a very athletic, very swift, very fast North Shore defensive back caught the ball, was running it back, thought he was going to score. Dakota White came from the middle of the field and absolutely levels the guy out of bounds with a great hit and a tremendous hustle. That let me know right now, he's a college football player. He's got the desire, he's got the heart, he's got the toughness, he's got the aggressiveness, and he already had the size. So Dakota White, 6'4", 290 pounds, about a Katy, Texas. He's this week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week. Let's get to our national recap, our national recap of games. Let's start off with that Katy North Shore game. I was in the house in North Shore in Houston, Texas. North Shore versus Katy, two really good football teams. Of course, North Shore is loaded with talent. Katy loaded with tradition. And quarterback Bronson McClellan led the way 14 for 24, 233 yards, two touchdowns. Also threw two, interpe- two interceptions, but he was fantastic from the quarterback position. Uh, running back Ron Huff for Katy, 32 carries, 206 yards, and a touchdown. How about wide receiver Jordan Patrick? Seven catches, 169, and a touchdown. And Katy, they pulled the road upset over defending state champs and Max Preps defending national champs, North Shore. It was a great game. Katy seemed to want it a little bit more than North Shore. North Shore beat Katy twice last year. Katy had a, a point to prove, and they were not going to be denied this time. And they get the big W on the road. So congratulations to Katy. I'm pretty sure these two teams will meet later on in the Texas high school playoffs. 
And boy, that should be a slobber knocker. It was a very physical game. It was very hot. It was very humid. And, um, you know, there were you know over 10,000 people there. And, and I really enjoyed myself. Really, really enjoyed myself in Houston. But uh, Katie, they get it done. And uh, they, they, they play really good defense. Demetrius Davis really couldn't get loose. He threw two touchdown passes, but couldn't get loose in the second half. Neither could Zach Evans. And... Um, you know, of course, Shadrach Banks was out with an injury. So, they, you know, North Shore, they were a little bit handicapped. But Katie went in there and they took it from North Shore and they deserved the victory. Let's move along. How about Cathedral Catholic 18-10 over Saguaro? Cathedral Catholic from San Diego, Saguaro from Arizona. You know, it's interesting. Saguaro has 19 players on their team with offers. But they come down to San Diego in the Honor Bowl and they get popped 18-10 by a Cathedral Catholic team that maybe has one or two guys with an offer. You know, hey, great coaching, disciplined football can always win at the high school level. Congratulations, Cathedral Catholic in the Honor Bowl, taking out Saguaro High School and their 19 offered players. Let's move on. Marietta, 21-17 over St. Joseph's from Philadelphia. Uh, You know, Marietta was down three with a minute to play. They get the ball. And they drive, you know, 66 yards that was aided by an unsportsmanlike penalty on a uh, St. Joe's touchdown. So they get the ball in great field position. They get a 27-yard kick return. Harrison Bailey drives. That's the the four-star quarterback out of Marietta. Committed to Tennessee. Drives Marietta down. Throws a touchdown pass to, uh, what's my guy's name? Ricky White. Ricky White with 14 seconds left. They get a touchdown pass. And Marietta beats in an upset, which I called. I'm going to take credit for it. I called this upset. I took Marietta. They beat Marietta 21-17. And, you know, it seemed like it was a great game. I didn't get a chance to see it. Eric Gilbert, um, he was big time. He had seven catches for 107 yards. Kyle McCord, St. Joe's quarterback, the four-star QB. He had, you know, Ohio State commit, I believe, 20 of 33, 249 yards and two touchdowns. Harrison Bailey, 17 of 34, didn't have a great percentage, but 259 and two touchdowns, but he gets it done on the last drive. So congratulations to Harrison Bailey, Eric Gilbert, and that Marietta team who is moving on up in the national rankings. You better look out for them. Uh, let's go to Hawaii, St. Louis, 39, excuse me, 31, and Bishop Gorman, 19. Uh, St. Louis got off to a fast start, up 21-0 early on Gorman. Gorman with a little bit of a comeback, but, uh, you know, just too many mistakes, too many turnovers. Defensive touchdown uh, by St. Louis of Hawaii. Quarterback Jaden Delora finished, finished 23 of 30, 296 yards and two touchdowns with a pick. Uh, best player for uh, Gorman was Rome Odunze. Two touchdown catches, six receptions, 107 yards. He's a big-time player. But, again, tough to go into Hawaii and win. Gorman gets snucked. They get snubbed or they get snuck by St. Louis of Hawaii. And St. Louis of Hawaii moving on up in the national rankings. Better believe it. They take out Gorman. Gorman with a big matchup this weekend versus Servite. They better look out. The Friars, they're hot right now. How about Miami Northwestern? 10-0 over Carroll City. Miami Northwestern, probably the best defense in the country. They, I don't think they've given up a score all year yet. I don't think they've given up a point. And uh, they take out 
Carroll City 10-0. Miami Northwestern with a run from Nathan Noel. A two-yard run was the only touchdown in the game. They also added a field goal. The game was actually stopped because of um, lightning and, and weather with six minutes and 19 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. But I don't think Carroll City's going to score. Miami Northwestern, they got the best defense in the country. And I can't wait to see them play um, in the Miami, excuse me, in the, in the Florida playoffs and you know get a chance to get cracking with Armwood again maybe in that state finals. And how about, last but not least, Allen with a 41-21, excuse me, 41-28 win over Cedar Hill. Quarterback, little Kyler Murray, also known as Raylan Sharp, 80-yard touchdown run on the first play of the game. He ended up with 103 rushing yards and a touchdown. He threw 23 of 30, 319 yards. The SMU commit got it done for Allen. They take out Cedar Hill now seven years in a row. And um, Cedar Hill, they need to pick themselves up and bounce back. But Allen making a statement. They're going to be something to deal with. They've been in the semifinals of the state playoffs seven straight years. And it looks like they're headed back there this year. So Raylan Sharp, great job leading your team, big fella, and doing your thing. There's no question about it. So um, that is our national recap for the day. Want to get to our one to watch. Our one to watch this week. Running back Solomon Davis from Los Osos High School, 2023 running back, um, dynamic ability, not a holdback kid, so it was a you know regular age kid, but I really like him. He can catch, he can run, he can block. I love his ability to, to see the hole, press the hole, and bounce it when necessary. He's got really good feet. He runs low to the ground, really good contact balance on the third level. He needs to continue to get faster and get stronger as he gets older and matures in high school. I think this is a guy that's one to watch. going to be big time down the road. So Solomon Davis, running back, Los Osos High School, 2023 class. Big time player. He's one to watch. Ain't no question about it. So, hey, listen, this is um, this is a, a, a quick show. We're getting in and out really quickly, really fast. And uh, we're going to have some callers call in here real soon. We're talking high school football. We're talking college football. We're talking NFL. We're talking ball, baby. Coach Keith is here. Call in right now. 323-937-5747. That's the studio line. Bring it. Bring it, okay? Coach Keith, I'm here. I want to talk about it all. Let's talk about Bama. How about the Jerry Judy spin move? The B button, the B button, the B button. What about Oregon? They give it up late to the SEC power Auburn. Uh, let's talk a little Georgia and LSU. They look like the best two teams in the country. How about Trevor Lawrence of Clemson? Really struggled. Struggling in his debut. Everybody called this guy the, the the greatest quarterback in the world, and you know he was going to save the earth from alien invasion. Trevor Lawrence uh, really struggled. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what about USC? Oh man, can can things get worse for Coach Clay Helton? JT Daniels goes down with the ACL. He's got a role the rest of the season with a true freshman out of Arizona, Keaton Slovis. We'll see how that goes down and how that transpires for them. Uh, what about you know UCLA? They struggled big time. Offense has got to get on track. Chip Kelly is the is the luster off of Chip Kelly. Let's talk about it. So anyway, call in, man. I'm here, Coach Keith. Give me a call. 323-937-5747. I'm here to take your call. Let's get it going. All right, what's your name? Where you from? It's Transparent Truth. Uh, Jay from Studio City. Jay from Studio City. How you doing today? I'm fine, thank you, Coach. All right, man. What are we talking today, man? We're talking high school ball, college ball, NFL. What's on your mind? Well, I want to know why USC is supposed to be 
proactive in the black community. They haven't had a black quarterback in about 30 years, a starting black quarterback, consistent. I want to know if it's by design, by accident, because you can go to the deepest part of the South now and everybody has black quarterbacks and schools like even like Notre Dame. So I'm wondering, what was your take on that, Coach? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I don't think I have that answer. Uh, I guess the last black quarterback that started for USC was Rodney Pede. I want to say that's the late 80s. We're now in 2019. And so um, there have been some black quarterbacks who they have recruited. I can say that. They have recruited. Jason Thomas was a quarterback they recruited there. Rocky Hines was a quarterback they recruited, kid, recruited there. Both guys ended up transferring. Um, so to you know, back to your original question, why hasn't there been a starting quarterback at USC? You know, typically USC has been a pro-style offensive team. Pro-style, right? Looking for pro-style quarterbacks. Traditionally, the black quarterback has not been a pro-style type of quarterback. He's been more of a dual-threat quarterback. Traditionally, not all the time, not 100%, but traditionally. So I guess, you know, those two factors lead me to believe that, number one, um, how many black quarterbacks are being developed as pro-style quarterbacks in high school? So that I think that pool is pretty small. And then number two, uh, now that USC is moving more towards a, a spread offense, an air raid offense that really um, elevates the dual threat and spot shadows the dual threat quarterback, I think you'll see them recruit more black quarterbacks. I think you'll see one playing very, very soon. Look at Bryce Young. He's my number one quarterback in the country, most elite player in the country. He's committed to USC, and uh, if they can hang on to his commitment, I think he'll be in the lineup sooner rather than later. Do you think that JT Daniels' injury might scurry that uh, decision by LC, bumping back, and he might look somewhere else? Well, I think that's a that's a personal choice by Bryce. Um, I know Bryce and JT are very close. They both grew up um, playing for the IE Ducks, kind of their last year of Pop Warner. They have a lot of friends on that USC team. The JT Daniels situation is intriguing. It is interesting how that's going to play out. Uh, but I tend to think that you know, after you know JT sitting out a year, he'll come back. He'll play. I really think the guy that's in a tough spot is Keaton Slovis, the freshman out of Arizona. Whether he does well or not, it's not going to be his show next year. It'll be a JT Daniel show if JT comes back healthy, or if Bryce is as good as I believe he is. Both guys might be in trouble in the near future. So I think Slovis is the guy who's going to miss out. I think JT will probably win his spot back when he comes back. Bryce will probably red shirt to put on some more weight. And then, you know, Bryce will take over the helm once JT departs. But I think Keaton Slovis is the guy that's going to miss out. Coach, you mean to tell me if Keaton Slovis wins 9-10 games, say they beat Notre Dame, they win a bowl game, he goes straight back to the bench? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I don't project that to happen for USC. <laughs> I mean, you know, in hypothetical scenario, if they go 12-0 and and he wins a national championship, he's not going back to the bench, right? But what's realistic, right, versus hypothetical? Realistic is they're going to be probably 6-6 six and six this year. They'll struggle. He's going to have his struggles as a true freshman quarterback. And, you know, USC will be looking for a savior again, possibly with a new head coach next year. JT Daniels is a guy coming off of, you know, uh, a knee, 
We'll see how that progresses for him. But Bryce Young's coming in as hot as anybody could come in to a very unstable quarterback position and quarterback room. So it's going to be interesting to see it unfold for sure. All right. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. All right, let's get to our top performers nationally. We're going to start off here in SoCal really quickly. How about quarterback, sophomore, 2022 class, Servite High School, Mr. Noah Fafita, five touchdown passes and a touchdown run, four Servite and a big win. How about Corden Braden Bratcher? Excuse me, quarterback Braden Bratcher. Uh, this guy, uh, who, listen, I don't know what else to say. 693 passing yards, eight touchdowns for Pulaski Academy High School. How about quarterback Raylan Sharp out of Allen High School in Texas? 23 of 30 passing, 319 yards and two touchdowns. He had two interceptions, but he also ran for 103 yards on 11 carries. What about running back Ron Hoff? 32 carries, 206 yards and a touchdown for Texas KD with a big win over North Shore. Wide receiver Kedrick Murray, 11 catches, 283, three touchdowns for Clearwater High School. Quarterback Dylan Guerra, 399 pass yards, five touchdowns, 112 yards rushing and a touchdown for Warren High School here in Southern California. Wide receiver Keyshawn Evans, nine receptions, 259 yards and two, touch, two touchdowns for Warren. He's received the receiver of Dylan Guerra. They won 44-27 over St. Anthony's of Long Beach. Wide receiver Jackson Smith, 13 catches, 311 yards, three touchdowns for Rockwell High School in Texas. Quarterback Highland Park, Texas. Chandler Morris, the son of Chad Morris, the coach of Arkansas, 66-59 win over Rockwall. He had 474 yards passing, 180 yards rushing, and nine total touchdowns. Lastly, wide receiver from Oklahoma, he's an Oklahoma State commit, Brennan Presley from Bixby, Oklahoma, 77-44 win, season opening. He had 17 catches, 237 yards, and six touchdowns. Man, out of that group, I do not know who to pick on my national player of the week. But if you had to ask me and I, you put a gun to my head and say, Coach Keith, pick a national player of the week, I think I have to go with Chandler Morris. He led his team to a 66-59 win over Rockwall. He had 474 yards passing, 180 yards rushing, and nine total touchdowns. The Arkansas commit quarterback Chandler Morris. Congratulations. You're this week's Transparent Truth National Player of the Week. All right, thank you so much for joining us here on the Transparent Truth. I know it was a short show. Just recapping last week's game, going over our sleeper of the weeks, our one to watch, and our national players of the week. So I appreciate you guys for joining us out here. Please call in every Tuesday, noontime. I'm here. I want to take your questions. Let's talk some football, high school, college, NFL. doesn't matter. Let's just talk some ball. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.